0: What is up, MMA fans? Welcome to my channel. This is the MMA Anomaly Show with yours truly, Olin, a.k.a. MMA Anomaly. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and smash that bell for notifications. What is up, fight fans? Welcome back to another episode of the MMA Anomaly Show slash podcast. I'm your host, Olin Stewart, and uh, today we're going to be going over the fights that took place this last weekend on UFC Vegas 55. So we'll go ahead and start at the bottom of the card and work our way all the way up to the top. Uh, So at the bottom of the card, we had Elise Reed going up against Sam Hughes. Um, I'll be honest, this fight was not the most exciting fight in the world. Uh, Nothing to write home about. Both women definitely, you know, great additions to the UFC. Just compared to the rest of the fights on the card, I think everybody can agree. This was not the one that sticks in the memory banks, right? Um, Congrats, though to Sam Hughes for getting the win. Uh, that being said, we're just going to jump into my personal favorite fight of the night, which was Chase Hooper going up against Felipe Calares. Um Now, I, I'll i be honest. I didn't know how exactly how I thought this fight was going to go, going into it. But I will say I thought Chase Hooper was going to come out, show some improvements since he had had a little bit of a layoff. And I thought that we would see... An improvement in the striking an improvement in the grappling if possible because I mean he's already a stud in the grappling realm but I mean let's be honest in his previous fights his takedowns weren't necessarily that great his ability once he's on the ground his scrambles things like that fantastic but his entries could use work now that being said going up into this fight against Colares, it was just a beautiful performance between both men I thought it was fight of the night I I mean I definitely am NOT mad that they gave chase hooper the performance of the night bonus because i don't think a performance of the night bonus should only be given to a person with a very quick knockout i think it should be given to somebody who had an overall incredible performance across their fight whether that fight was 15 seconds or 15 minutes Um, so again that being said chase hooper showed vast improvements all the way across the board his scrambles were an absolute pleasure to watch just beautiful beautiful poetry in motion as far as you know watching the jujitsu game progress between both men and that and his striking, I, I really would like to see him get more comfortable on his feet because his striking looked very crisp. His hands were like, when he let his hands go, he was doing damage. And I think if he would have stayed on the feet more and trusted in his, his stand up a little bit more confidently, um, he probably could have finished the fight on the feet. That's, that's just me speculating. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. But no matter what you think, that was definitely fight of the night for me. In the next fight, we had Vince Morales going up against Jonathan Martinez. Again, I definitely thought Jonathan Martinez was going to win this fight. Um, I had him on my DraftKings, and he did. The leg kicks were just absolutely incredible. Um, I think he showcases his leg kicks in pretty much every fight here lately, and he's somebody you should definitely watch out for in his weight class. In the next fight, we had Omar Morales going up against Euros, the doctor medic. Man, Paging Dr. Medic. Paging Dr. Medic. Seriously, Omar needed a medic after that fight. Um, Uros is a beast. He, he does have one loss on his record, but so does Islam Makachev, who I swear by, right? Um, the, the thing is, this is fighting, and sometimes people lose. And I think in this fight, we saw again a man who got knocked down, got back up again, and you're never going to keep him down. You know what I mean? Tough thumpers. But all jokes aside, I think um, him being at the camp he's at, he's constantly growing. He trains with uh, Giga Chikaze, who is another stud who just recently got knocked down, and I think will definitely get back up again stronger because of it. So definitely onward for Euros the doctor medic, and I look forward to seeing who they pair him up against next. I would actually love to see in the comments who you guys think he should fight next. In this next fight, we had Jalatin Almeida actually going up in weight class to fight Pacaporta. Um, mr. Parker Porter I again this is one of those fights I don't know what I thought was gonna happen I thought that if it got out of the first round um, Parker Porter might be able to showcase why he's a heavyweight and uh, why you should possibly stick in your weight class but boy I knew that if it was gonna be a first-round showdown it was gonna be job Malmedas to lose and it went uh, 4 minutes to 35 seconds into the first round Jalton did his thing. He was dominant. He was impressively strong considering he's a light heavyweight going up in weight class. And uh I think there was like a what, 40-pound weight discrepancy between the guys or something like that. Um there was a pretty big weight gap, at least like 20-30 pounds. So either way, I think the move for Jolton might actually be to stay up at heavyweight. Uh maybe pack on a little bit more muscle and continue on this path, because he could be a real problem for a lot of these bigger guys at heavyweight with the actual technical skills that he that he possesses. In the next fight, we had Alan Amodovsky going up against Joseph Holmes. Now, I actually thought Amodovsky was gonna win this uh, just because I wasn't impressed with Holmes in his last performance. Uh, I, I don't know what I saw in Amodovsky in his last performance to give me hope in him, but now it's, a, I believe, a three-fight skid for him. It's not looking great. I'd imagine the UFC are probably gonna end up cutting him or giving him maybe one last shot to prove himself with the UFC brass. Uh, But either way, things are looking grim for Amadovsky. Joseph Holmes, on the other hand, uh, went out there and did the thing. I didn't necessarily love his post-fight speech saying that he's like the best grappler in middleweight. Uh, Yeah, pair him against a good grappler and let's see what happens. To start off the main card, we had Eric, your boy, Anders, going up against Park jung Young, the Iron Turtle. Now, I thought the Iron Turtle was probably going to pull this off just because Eric Anders is uh, pretty up and down with his wins and losses. He's very unpredictable and he's very inconsistent. Um, He went and fought that fight as if he was in a football game, which he has a football background, so it makes sense. But he was literally just piling forward, trying to basically uh, just tackle the guy. And I thought Park Jun Young was landing the bigger, stronger strikes, doing more damage. And as a result, he ended up getting the split decision win. Um, this actually kind of bleeds into the main event, which I'll go over later. Some people were saying they disagreed with this. They thought it was a robbery. Uh, it wasn't a robbery, people. It was a close fight. It was a close fight in which I think the judges got right in giving it to the Iron Turtle. Now, again, if you disagree with me, please let me know why below. Um, I love an open discussion, and that's one of the best things about mixed martial arts and things like this podcast is it's all an open discussion at the end of the day. I mean that's freedom of speech we can argue until we're blue in the face that we thought the judges got it right or that they got it wrong the fact of the matter is just about every other fight card there's one or two fights where people think the judges got it wrong so maybe the issue is mma scoring overall maybe that needs to be overhauled and changed or maybe people need to be better educated on it as a whole in the next fight on the main card we had Pollyanna viana uh going up against tabitha baby shark ricci um I thought that this was going to be a pretty close fight. I thought that Pollyanna Viana would probably have the skills to end up just barely pulling it out. I don't know what her game plan was coming into this. She uh, laid down like Charles Oliveira, like, get in my guard, come on, come on, get in my guard, come play with me. And, And Tabitha Ricci was just having no part of that. She would just slap her legs around, kick her legs around, and then welcome her to the feet. And I mean, I don't understand what that game plan is. If you do it and they don't fall for it, they don't jump into your guard, they don't jump on top of you and and play your game that you want them to play, why are you going to continue doing that for the next two rounds? You've got to change it up. You've got to move forward. You've got to start throwing something, trying to land damaging shots or something. Um, That being said, Tabitha Ricci looked fantastic in that fight. Uh, Big fan of hers. And I look forward to seeing her climb her way up the rankings. In the next fight on the main card, we had Dusko Todorovic going up against Chitty Chitty bang bang in Chugwanni and man Chitty is a problem, I think. I think the man is a real problem for the division. Uh, middleweights look out, be on your guard because Chitty chitty bang bang's coming through and he's coming through with some elbows. That guy threw an elbow from hell and the clinch just bah! it was it was nasty. it was beautiful and it put disco just flat on his back. Uh, great finish. This is, what, the second finish in a row for this guy that we've seen? And I can't wait to see him get scheduled again. Sheesh, what an elbow. And moving into the co-main event, we had a hell of a fight between Santiago Panzanibio going up against Michel Pajeda. Um, everybody who knows me knows I'm not a big fan of Michel Pajeda. I think he's too flashy, doing backflips and front flips and spinning off the cage and doing a front flip onto a grounded opponent, accidentally kicking them in the face things like that, Um, grabbing the cage numerous times. I just, I don't think he's the cleanest fighter in the world. Santiago Ponzinibbio was coming off of a layoff, and, uh, I mean, he is coming off of a loss. I mean, it could have gone either way, right? I thought that Santiago would show his veteranship, pull Michelle Pajeda into the later rounds, and then end up really just dragging him into the quicksand drowning him out a little bit and uh, suffocating him with his pressure. But Michel actually seemed to have somewhat of a game plan. He fought a much smarter fight than we usually see him fight. And uh, he pulled away with a win and then called for a fight with Jorge Masvidal because Jorge Masvidal is in his wife's DMs. It's weird. Um, I don't understand the whole call out of the Jorge Masvidal thing. I saw the DM things that were posted Looked harmless. He leased at the praying hands, like wishing him well. So, I don't understand. Um, But a great fight between the two of them. And uh, who doesn't love a little drama? Speaking of drama, we'll move into the main event. We had Ketlin Vieira going up against Holly Holm. Um, I watched this fight. I watched it again. I saw a lot of people. I still see a lot of people online saying, this fight was a robbery, Um, these MMA judges should be banned, etc. I don't think it was a robbery. I think it was a very close fight, and I think, again, the people that are calling it a robbery should really re-examine the rules of mixed martial arts. Um, If you look at the stats, sure, Holly Holm landed more strikes, but if you watch the fight, Kellen Vieira was landing strikes that were pushing Holly Holm's head back. Holly Holm was running throughout the fight from Kellen Vieira, and Kellen Vieira was the one that was constantly pressuring and constantly doing damage with the bigger strikes. This is not boxing. In Mixed Martial Arts, we judge based on who does the most damage. And Ketlin did that. So, again, sound off below. Let me know what you thought of the fights. Let me know if you thought that there were robberies or if you agreed with these decisions. And uh, most of all, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching this on one of the podcast platforms, make sure that you're subscribed there and that you leave a review. And as always, thank you all so much. I really appreciate the continued support. And uh, look forward to seeing you next episode. Later.